your dreams, they're straight up gold Live your life, that's what I was told New ideas, they don't exist So I guess I'll just be average Welcome back, everyone, to episode 17 of Scratch Track. And if you've made it this far, well, I mean, we're still in our teen years of Scratch Track, so you've stuck with us through the thick and thin. Uh-huh. Uh, we had our sweet 16 last time. Yeah. 17's an awkward age, because you're, like, you're like just becoming an adult with opinions, mm-hmm. and you're just leaving uh, your teenage years behind, and I feel like we're right, we're right there right You've now. been driving for a year. <laughs> we have been driving. <laughs> We've been driving for a year. Is that That's pretty much all you can do at 17. You can't buy anything. You can't um, get guns. Yeah. You could be a senior in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's your last prom. Okay. So, sure. I don't so, know. <laughs> so we have to soak up this last year of, uh, you're a teacher. What do 17 year olds act, <laughs> act like their last year of high school? Extra lazy. Extra lazy. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle's <sighs> correct. Um, they start the year like, yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to be the best year ever. And then. By about halfway through, it's like crash and burn, baby. Uh-huh. It's, we don't care no more. Yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that just a lack of motivation? Like, we're out of here in a few months? Like I think so. I think once they really start applying for colleges, and they really start thinking, you know, I'm out, yeah. I'm, I'm gone. Once that becomes real. Did, yeah. Did your, Kyle, did your high school not have exams for your last semester? Because yes. ours, ours yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the same, yeah. We didn't have uh, final, final exams. Mm-hmm. It was sort of just a... Uh, well, you made it this far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're you're <laughs> we, fine. We don't have to test you anymore. <laughs> we should introduce our guests, by the way. Oh, okay. Before we get to... Well, too... we should introduce ourselves and then oh, our guests. So no, as... people know who we are. <laughs> well, as always, I am Darren Lammers. <laughs> uh, and, and now say it with me, audience. <laughs> and I'm Kyle Dykema. <laughs> <laughs> with me now uh and i imagine i always imagine our audience is just like you know like saying it along like like children like like Mm -hmm. like that's very demeaning to our audience i know but uh are they just imagine in about three minutes (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) i I, uh, there are some people who have uh who have sung the scratch track theme song to me which nothing makes me feel better than hearing our own theme song back to us do you think they sing it to themselves as as it's playing in their ears i do Oh, yeah. good. It's a good jingle. All right, we should. Uh, My well, favorite is Game Corner. Actually, I try to. I try to. Keep <laughs> oh, good! Up. Yay! I try to keep up with Game Corner. Game <laughs> Corner. Oh boy. Um, well, the voice you're hearing <laughs> with us today is another returning guest. It is our good friend, my former teacher, uh-huh. James Timmer. Who is 34 years old, which is 17. Today? Times two. Oh, oh no, wow. In general. So you're, you're twice podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm twice this podcast, yeah. my friends. <laughs> wow. And I guess our next episode will be uh, as many years into the 2000s as we are now. It'll be our. It'll be like our golden birthday. <laughs> I'm just giving it? you a little uh, uh, hint about what you should do the intro <laughs> as next, next episode. I'll see if I remember. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I either go to like food or age stuff. Once mm-hmm. we get if 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 what food? Well, no, I've I've been like send us ten brownies or, oh. or, or uh, uh, I get it. Have a hundred grand bar or whatever oh, those are called. That's a long way. If off. we get to episode a hundred thousand, <laughs> that'd be hundred thousand. Oh, I guess a hundred grand. Yeah, I just thought a hundred would have been. Good enough. Yeah. No, and I was thinking, like, if we ever got into, like, the 100s or 200s, I would be like, uh, there's 200 books in the Bible. No podcast has ever made 100,000 episodes. I no. don't believe that. Do you think anyone ever will? Fact check, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know. 
No, never no one, say never. No, no one will get to a hundred thousand. I can see the Nerdist getting to a hundred thousand. Uh, that's true. What, like, what Nerd. number are they at these days? Yeah. Does anyone? I know have the dollops are like low three hundreds. Is any podcast in the thousands? I bet so, but I bet they're like a podcast that. So I bet the ones that are uh-huh. are podcasts that are actually just radio shows mm-hmm. that are daily. And they'll just put them out as podcasts because yeah, there yeah. are like podcasts. Yeah, like, like I listen every morning. I listen to Up First with NPR, right? And oh, it's, okay. It's a ten minute. Podcast. I bet there's. I bet there are like episodes mm-hmm. into the thousands of shows like that. Sure. Um, as a side note, uh, Scratchtrack got a mention in my mom's Christmas letter. <laughs> so. Oh really? Yeah, because she said, "Well, it's <laughs> she's she because." Let me let me set this up. When it comes to my my siblings and I, my my sister got married last year and my brother is expecting a child and then they come to Darren and they I don't know if they know what to say this is so, so, she, good. so she mentioned that you and I started a podcast and that she doesn't quite get what a podcast is and I find that incredibly endearing and yeah <laughs> truly the equivalent of me getting married and having a child That's right so now is funny starting a podcast your one accomplishment of 2017 <sighs> <sighs> yeah I had when I I was home uh, in Michigan over over uh, the Christmas holiday, mm-hmm. and uh, I did at one point attempt to explain to my grandma what a podcast was <laughs> and how she could listen to it, mm-hmm. but I don't know if she ever will. Is is a podcast like like a zine? Like what would have been the, like the equivalent before podcasts that would have been like something that parent parents just don't understand? Like MySpace page? Oh yeah, yeah maybe okay. like, or so, uh, social media, or even just uh, like just like. Uh, like a fax machine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what their stuff. parents didn't understand. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll fax it to you. What? <laughs> It'll just print? It'll just spit itself out of this machine? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dad, I'll send it to you by, by pigeon, okay? It'll be fine. <laughs> How does it know where to go? <laughs> uh, I wish carrier pigeons were still around. Mm-hmm. Would have been great. Could go back mm-hmm. to that. Did you ever do a zine? I never did a zine. I don't even know what a zine is, actually. It's like it's like a DIY magazine type thing. It's kind of like what a podcast is. Yeah, I guess. It would be like if you uh, were like a super fan of like Mm -hmm. like some weird subgenre of music and you would just make your own like little magazine and just hand it to your friends. Oh man, that must have hit like when I was in college and unaware of anything (laughs) in pop culture. (laughs) Well, I feel like it was like a pre-internet thing. It was yeah. basically like right. people making like web pages before, but as books. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I, yeah, <laughs> web pages as prints. Oh wow! I remember the days of newsletters when like everybody had a newsletter. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. They, they were like high plot points for X Files episodes and things like that. <laughs> Did you right? get any of these? No, but uh, I think my dad got a couple. You, you get know, like, like a Simpsons hunting, newsletter or anything like that? No, I didn't. Wait, you're saying like physical newsletters? Yeah, like okay. they would be mailed to you, not like emailed newsletters. No. no. Okay. No, yeah. Because, like, like, if you ever watch, like, old movies and stuff, like, print shops are always, like, a big deal. It's true. It is. Yeah, in, like, old mystery thriller plots, there's always, like, some guy running a print shop. And it was, like, always a handy way to, like, have plot exposure before the internet was around. Oh, okay. (laughs) To, like, find out information Mm -hmm. that way? People were always hanging up flyers. Mm Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess people still hang up flyers. The, print, hang up the flyers. print shop is always like a right wing guy, like the one armed guy in The Simpsons. <laughs> and, I mean, that's what that's what his character started as, right? He was the local print shop owner. Oh, okay. Who, who sold weapons too? Right? Is he? Mm-hmm. Is he? Is, does he now continue in the Simpsons universe? I think he's around. <laughs> Unlike most people, I haven't watched The Simpsons in ten years. Yeah, well. <laughs> 
It's it's past its prime, much like we will be after this uh, podcast. Once you once you're past seventeen, oh, yeah. it's over. How many episodes has The Simpsons had? Yes, that's our goal. That's your goal. Can we beat The Simpsons? Can we beat The Simpsons? We're gonna have to start cranking them out they much must, quicker. They have to be in the thousands. No, no way. I'd say six hundred, maybe. Really? Okay. Well, if you think like a season is like twenty something. Okay, and they've been going since nineteen ninety eighty nine eighty nine. Wow. Okay. So yeah, do a little math, make a little, make a little love, get or, down tonight, <laughs> or or consult your friendly Google box. Six hundred and twenty-seven. Right. Wow! Okay. The first episode was December seventeenth, nineteen eighty-nine. Santa's little helper. Aw, that's yeah. That's Not incredible. many shows would be ballsy enough to start with a Christmas episode. That is a ballsy move. I <laughs> I don't know. They were a spinoff though. That's true. So yeah, you know they weren't like starting totally blind. Yeah, okay. America knew them. They knew, they knew they were the sweethearts of the Tracy Ullman show. <laughs> of America's sweethearts. Uh-huh. Um, we, should, um, we should explain that we're actually in a different location than we normally yeah. record this podcast in. This is our first scratch track like, field trip <clears throat> or on-location type thing. Like, so we're in Timmer's basement. I told Darren and Kyle I wouldn't be on the podcast unless they come <laughs> to me. No, we just assumed that, actually. <laughs> This is a, a, a last-minute deal. Like we, we we're, tra- we're traveling for this one. Yeah. Uh, so if it sounds different or echoey or or whatever, if, yeah. But hopefully it does sound better than the last two episodes we put out because we had a little microphone issue. Apologies about that. Yeah. But uh, I, you know, no one seemed to care. Yeah. Only me. Yep. <laughs> I was the only one that cared. Also, this is our first episode of 2018. Other mm, than the yes. Other than the New Year's episode. Right. So, this is our first one we've recorded in 2018. Yes. So, hey. Hey, new, cheers. New things. Cheers. And, yeah. and much like the last time you were on, um, we're, sort of, we're sort of going back to school <laughs> after Christmas break. I'm <laughs> not yet, so don't remind me. Are you, you still off? off? Still off, baby. Wow. Till when? Till Tuesday. Well, this will be out after that. <laughs> That's fair. I, and I will be miserable again. No, I'm kidding. I love it. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> joke yeah yeah but the last time you were on i think we were right around the start of the school year oh yeah that's true so uh we're just you know we'll just have you on at every semester's beginning so now you find a much more tired timmer (laughs) well you should be relaxed we just had a long break i did i had a long break yeah Yeah. i i yeah we'll check in every semester or every like (laughs) my school does trimesters Oh no! Oh really? Oh, Ronnie screwed it up. So, there you go, <sighs> man. So first trimester, you're having the morning sickness. Wait, so then when uh, you go back, <laughs> you're getting you're, you're when done. I go back, I'm in the middle of trimester two. Oh, oh okay. man! So that's when yeah. you're getting the cravings. That's when you're uh, peanut uh, butter and bananas. Yeah, you it's, know? it's the size. Of, it's the size of a grapefruit. I'm leaving all the time to go get the food I need. Oh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. People do that thing where they like compare babies to like the the the, the, the like fruit. fruit or vegetable. Yeah. Do they ever? Um, well, so, like, is it only fruits or is it vegetables, too? I don't know. I think it's both. And then sometimes they just throw in, like, uh, now it's a bowling ball because we have no comparable vegetable. Because we're hilarious. Uh, what about, uh, yeah. Or, or, or I do watermelons have... really never, you never get to the watermelon stage. No, that'd be a huge baby. Like, yeah. Unless you got, like, quintuplets or something. Yeah, or, you know? oh, boy. <laughs> there were a lot of uh, marriage and baby announcements over the Christmas break, I guess you could call it, that I saw. And one of my friends is having twins, and I was just uh, like, "Oh, Godspeed!" Yeah. So then, they, if they use that app or that that tracker, does yeah, it yeah. does it factor did, in the 
double the mass. Or do they have to show like two oranges or two grapefruits or, <laughs> no. or two mm, watermelons? Sensual. Well, t- t- easy. <laughs> um, I want to find a more creative way to like, I, I, I as a man want to find a creative way to have my children be compared to things when they're in the stomach. Well, yeah, well was... Amy and I are actually trying to figure out how to do that because we're adopting, right? Oh, yeah. So we're trying to figure out once we get chosen, what's the best way to do like an <laughs> announcement? Oh, okay. So sure. it's like some, you know, like without it being too like cringy, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's a delicate Are you going to do situation? a Are you going to do a gender reveal? Yeah, yeah you, I'm sure we will. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Could slowly, I'm like, sure we will. <laughs> you could like, you could like slowly tease out information, like mm. do like you know, one day the genders reveal, mm-hmm. the next day you like uh, reveal like the the hair color or something, mm-hmm. or or it could with, be well, with us it could literally be the next day we reveal the ethnicity. I mean, that's oh, like that's a, true, the yeah. interesting kind of thing that we could be. Yeah, and then it's slowly like you're kind of it's like one one day at a time you could slowly piece <laughs> this child together. Well, I've, I've seen bad ones, man. I've seen. <laughs> I had friends who are also adopting, and they did one. It was an announcement, and it was our bun is in someone else's oven. Ooh. Uh, Oi. Oh, yeah. Oi. Oh, I was like, you sent this. This had to go by at least 20 people before oh. you sent it out. Was that a Facebook post or, like, an actual, like, mailer? It was a mailer. Whoa. You know, it, was a, it was an announcing. Was it an adoption thing, or was it a, like, it was a, a... It was an adoption. Okay, thing. it wasn't, like, the... Uh, like a surrogate. Yes. No, it wasn't a surrogate. Huh. Because that feels more like a surrogate Yeah, and that's thing. kind of more of a good... I, I think that's a good joke for a surrogate. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not adoption. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was interesting. I'm having a tough time. We're going to break into this person's house and (laughs) open their oven. (laughs) Steal our meal inside. Steal their dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To be honest, I don't know if there are any non-cringeworthy announcement type Mm -hmm. things. I think, like, my favorite is, like, the save the date for Uh parties, right? Like, save the date for the wedding rehearsal. Uh, Save the date for the gender reveal party. (laughs) It's yeah. I I think the cutest, in my opinion, are when it's like an older sibling finding out that they're going to be a big brother or mm. big sister. That's that's like oh cool. Like that's such a like that's a, I think that's a great way to announce it. But or a grandpa finding out he's going to be a great grandpa. Those, uh, are, those are usually great. Yeah, those those, those pull a tear in my eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be a, a one way you could do it. Maybe people do this when they they already have one kid, and so then like you have like the kid like wear a shirt that says like. I'm a big brother now, <laughs> or whatever. That's, oh, that's a thing, right? Cool shirt, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have that shirt, and I get a lot of weird looks. It's, uh, it's uh, haunting. <laughs> yeah, you still wear it. <laughs> that would be that would be such a good shirt. Or like, it could be one of those situations where you're like, you know, you're you're in your late hmm. teens or early twenties, and. You know, mom and dad just mm-hmm. have a late baby, and then you and have they, like an adult size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but so you want to? I got one. We got. We had a when we first announced we were adopting. People wanted to send us stuff, which was really cool. That is cool. My friend sent me a onesie. He's a Cardinals fan. I'm a Cubs fan. He sent me a onesie that said, "Don't worry, the Cubs will win it in my lifetime," <laughs> which was great because I got to send. I when the Cubs won the World Series, I sent them a text and said, "In yeah. fairness, this might still be true." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, know, you should be like, I hope you have the receipt for this. It's already come true. I burned it. Oh, <laughs> oh I was like, you did? <laughs> that would... <laughs> not, 
Nothing makes a fire burn more than baby's clothing. Just oh. <laughs> Also, just to give you all a frame of reference, Darren is sitting next to a wall that is literally a shrine to the Chicago Cubs. We are, yeah, yeah. We are sitting in your, your basement shrine of Cubs stuff. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. There's the occasional Rockies and Tigers thing thrown around. I, I like to pretend that this this first scratch track uh, travel <clears> sesh <throat> is uh, is in the throes of Chicago in the in the in the mighty windy land of Bears country, <laughs> <laughs> where it's negative twelve degrees and everybody's yeah, out in short sleeves. Hey, I'm walking here. Nope. <laughs> no. No. Oh darn. <laughs> oh, wrong place. Wrong yeah, yeah. I had yeah. a, I have a coworker from New York, and he was telling me this story about how he almost got hit by a car on his bike. And I waited so long before I was finally like, "Did you say I'm biking here? Did you uh-huh. say <laughs> I'm walking here? Like I just I want you to say that." And no, he did not. I feel like that's just a wasted opportunity. Wasted opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what would be so it, people? That's something like because of movies, and that's mm-hmm. what is that? Uh, we watched that movie. What is uh, Midnight Cowboy? Yes. Midnight Cowboy. So that's like something people like think. Oh, that's like new quintessential New York. Yes. So then, what would be something for other cities like Chicago? Mm. Well, Chicago is uh, Blues Brothers. It's sure. The, it's but, the 190 miles to Chicago. We have a half pack of cigarettes, a full tank of gas. It's night out, and we're wearing right. sunglasses, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, that's like the Chicago <clears throat> line, right? Right. That yeah, I guess I guess so. I I, I also think of like Ferris Bueller with 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 Chicago. Yeah. So that's another like. But is there an iconic Chicago line in Ferris Bueller? <sighs> I don't know. I feel I, like there's not. I can't think of too many like famous. There's movies. Chicago images. Yeah, you know, with, but you like, can't quote images. Yeah, well, <laughs> like what's his face with the Gordie Howie jersey in the art museum, right? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of that image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? I, 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 the friend. Uh, I can't remember his name. Cam. Cam. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, that's definitely. Wait, is that a Red Wings jersey? Yeah, it is. It's a Red Wings. Jersey. Oh, okay. But, I was like, I don't think that's that's not Chicago. Yeah, I, I failed. That was a failed reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, podcast listeners. I it's hard. I'm trying. To it's it's fun too to think of like what would be like the Omaha line. Oh, uh, uh, you know, um, oh, do they go to Omaha in the movie Nebraska? <laughs> Is it? If you did you ever see I, that movie? I, I love that. I own that movie. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember if they go to Omaha or not. I think there's one. There's got to be they some don't. like Boston ones. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, uh, the Departed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or uh, the town, that, or Boston, the, the movie, which Boston, is just all of those movies. Together. How about them apples? <laughs> how, how about them apples? Is is that's a good Boston one? Sure. <laughs> um, there's a, remember the Maine for Maine. Remember the Maine? No. <laughs> I know the Maine. I know this one. <laughs> I think that's more Havana. Um, oh, it's debatable, well, sir. Yeah, Texas has remember the Alamo. Yep. Uh, San Antonio. Sure. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I had to go broad. Everything's History bigger. Teacher. Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. That. Is that from something? Is I don't that just think a phrase? so. I don't know. It's on their license plate, maybe. Uh, Canada. Don't mess with Texas. Sorry. Oh, Canada. A. a. Uh, Seattle. No, Canada's got to be a line from Canadian bacon, right? It's got to be. Who's who's Canadian bacon? You have never seen Canadian <laughs> who's bacon. Who's Canadian bacon? Michael Moore, written and directed comedy in the nineties. He did. Yeah, where the president, who's Alan Alda, tries to start a fake war with Canada to uh, deflect. This sounds amazing. It's amazing. It's, Alan Alda is president. That's yeah, my president. <laughs> not my. Not president. not my president, but he is my president. I, uh, you know, Seattle, hey, we're sleepless here. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> L.A. Uh, uh, I love L.A. <laughs> mm, 
maybe I don't know. There's so many LA movies. Hey, we got movies here. Yeah, every movie. But like, I think I think the way you need to think about it is would you even if it's not a line for a movie, when you walk into a city, what's the thing you wanna say? Forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. <laughs> yep, that's a that's a goodie. <laughs> I just wanna say that all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a that's a good that's a good question. Uh-huh. Uh welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> No, that's Hawaii. When, when, when I know. Even I, even I honeymooned in Hawaii the whole damn time, I'm going, welcome to Jurassic Park. And then you would look at her and go, we have a T-Rex. <laughs> they have a T-Rex. We have a T-Rex. <laughs> uh, and any tour guide you had, you just pretended they were a strand of DNA <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> in your blood. <laughs> Um, I feel like I feel like you would do that on the ocean too with like Jaws. You would, yeah, a bigger boat. I don't, I don't, go, bigger I don't boat. go in the ocean because of Jaws. Are you scared of the ocean? I am terrified. Have we ocean. talked about this? I don't, I don't know. Probably. What? Okay. What scares you about the ocean? I don't know. I just saw Jaws too. I'm probably I'm, sharks. I'm afraid yeah. <laughs> of being in a pool alone because I think that something will come and get me. <laughs> what? It, but, I mean, even if it's like a shallow pool, like a kiddie pool. <laughs> Wait, a pool? No, like, no, no, no. Like, no, like at a, a hotel. Like, like at a hotel. If but I'm you can see alone, under the water, though. Yeah, you can. But you know what? There might <laughs> be knows. something under there that will just arise mm-hmm. when I'm not looking, you see. Like the water? What's the that James... Is it a James Cameron movie? The one with the water monster? The Abyss? <laughs> yes, The Abyss. <laughs> is it a water monster? Oh, I've actually I'm, never seen aliens, it. man. I've never seen that it's movie. Aliens. I just know there's like a water thing. I just spoiled Abyss for everybody. I'm eh, sorry. Is not that the spoiler? Anything. That's the end? Yeah, just, that's You just find out it's aliens? Yeah. They're not missing anything. I feel like any movie that ends with... The, 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 like, big thing that you can spoil is it's aliens. It's yeah. Maybe not the best. No. I don't, like, what's another, like... What's it's a, aliens? Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, body Snatchers? Oh, oh, uh, uh, the Indiana Jones and the Crystal uh, Skull. That I still haven't seen that, so uh, don't spoil it that. It doesn't exist. It's aliens. It I refuse to watch it that It doesn't movie. exist. It is actually aliens. I know there's something about a nuke and a refrigerator in Shia LaBeouf. That's about all I got. That's actually surprising you've never watched that. Yeah, I just don't want to. It's not. It's not. I, I love the Indiana Jones movies. Yes. Do you like Temple of Doom? No. Oh, really? Not <laughs> really? Not you like much. two you, of the three. See, I love the real Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> no, no, no. I will say... Two of like, the four. I will say, when you watch all three, and I, it kind of goes from, like, the, the Nazis with, like, the Judeo-Christian artifacts, mm-hmm. then it goes to, like, a temple with st- Shankara stones. With Elmo's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> with Elmo's voice? Yeah, the little kids, like, sounds exactly like Elmo. Oh. Short round! <laughs> oh, man. You know, short and round. You mean... Was it short round? I think it's just short round. Oh, that was short and round. <laughs> well, it's short round. He's data to me, okay? Not my That's fair. Uh, short round. And I, I mean, I like Temple of Doom, you know? It's I, fine. But even as a kid, it was like, this isn't as good as the No, there is something about beating up on Nazis Raiders. that's just too really scary. Too scary. Too scary. None of snakes. <laughs> Actually, there are a lot of snakes in that one, too. And there's a crocodile. That's true. There there's not- also, like, I mean, there's a lot of... Like cultural misrepresentation in all the Indiana Jones well, movies, yeah. but that one there's a lot. Of yeah, it. there's a lot of brown face going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah, it's not it's not the best. <laughs> um, I I I I think that they should have done like more Judeo Christian and not with with communists. I think that like the communist thing was cool in the. But they did. I mean, the third one is no, no. But I mean, with the with the fourth uh, one, like I don't think they should have done aliens at all. They should have done something. <laughs> they should have done like an artifact. Like that's. 
The crystal skulls are like a real like artifact, though. No, like, I know mythical thing. No, they're fascinating. I, they're real a... mythical things. Yes, they're real mythical. Like chupacabras thing. or unicorns. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Whoa, okay. It Indiana was... Jones and the unicorn chupacabra. <laughs> uh, if Indiana Jones had to fight an army of chupacabras, <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that. Movie. I'd watch yeah. that. <laughs> or like or like vampires. I'd watch Indiana Jones. I'm kind of expecting that for Stranger Things season three. <laughs> chupacabras. <laughs> chupacabras. Oh God, I hope so. And Indiana Jones shows up and just blasts him with a Tommy gun. Uh huh. Because. Because 80s. All right. So while we're on the subject of movies, okay, I've been having a little Twitter debate about a, about a movie. Have you seen Toy Story? Did you see my tweet? Today? I did. All right. Okay. So let me give context. Yeah, fill me in. I don't. This know is this. something that I felt for a while, and I I'm very much willing to be wrong about this. And okay. well, I just want to say before you even start, I found this the the amount of reaction to this tweet uh-huh. amazing. <laughs> All right. What's, what's, what's like tweet? two people? Yeah, but, but, but the fury of it. Yeah. Was, sure. Okay, all right. Let me let me give some context. Okay, uh, I do not like the end of the first Toy Story movie. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I've I think I've explained this to you, Darren. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like having Buzz actually fly at the end is contradictory to the rest of the movie <laughs> and contradictory to Buzz's entire character arc. Okay. Explain <laughs> explain where this comes from. And, okay. okay, the counter-argument, though, just before he even goes, the counter-argument is he wasn't flying, he was yes. falling with style. Yes. But... It was slash gliding, which is... Yeah. I think, in some respects, you can make that argument fine. He's gliding. I still feel like it's contradictory to what is established that Buzz is capable of <laughs> and what the whole point of his, like... The place he moves through in the movie. Because mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie, he thinks he can fly. Yeah. That's like a, an established thing. Mm-hmm. And then it is established later in the second half of the movie that he cannot fly. Uh-huh. And that is what spurs his character into a depression and then mm-hmm. eventual like sort of realization and, and growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of the movie involves <laughs> him actually flying. <laughs> and I feel like that... that like undermines that, and, and I would argue that whether he's gliding or falling with style or flying or not doesn't even matter. So you agree with me? I do. Okay. So what 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 are the, what are the uh, what are, what have the reactions been to this? Well, it's mostly just been one of uh, Darren and I's good friends, Micah okay. Taylor, explaining to me that, and and he's right in this in the arc of the movie, Buzz's actual arc is re- not necessarily just realizing that he's a toy. Okay. Uh, it's realizing that he um, that his self-worth is not reliant on like being better than everyone essentially. Hmm. Like like I'm I'm going to make sure I'm not I'm doing his argument justice because um, so the counter argument is essentially like it's twofold. One that he is gliding and okay. slash falling with style not literally flying like it's not uh-huh. it's it you know maybe it's implausible from like a physics standpoint but it's not necessarily the movie like introducing magic it's yeah. it's it's still just gliding and yes. he glides into the car mm-hmm. and also that he part of it was my fault because i i phrased the tweet that that buzz's arc was just like finding out that he's not a spaceman and he's actually a toy, mm-hmm. but that's not the full extent of Buzz's arc. It, it culminates in him sort of like regaining his self-worth and finding out that it doesn't matter that he's a toy. Sure. It matters that he has friendship and has like, uh-huh. uh, like 
he he's a toy with with cool tricks, but he's not a spaceman, and that's okay. His worth does not come from his tricks. Exactly. Yeah, or yes. whatever. Um. Anyway, I still feel like the movie undermines all that, and and it, it there's a there's a it's it, there's a few movies that that are like this. Okay. Uh, one of them I know I will get more pushback. Is on. one of them the abyss? No, no, <laughs> I, I've never seen. Does that. he learn to fly at the end and escape the? No, the, alien the other one sea that's, that reminds me of this in a completely different way. Uh-huh. And I've expressed this before and ha- had a lot of pushback. Spoilers for the movie The Prestige. Uh, oh yeah, I do not like the end of The Prestige because I feel like the movie, the entire movie before introduces a a movie that is does not have real magic in it and then the end just has magic in it it's science though yeah it just it, I, the thing i don't like about it is it just feels like i feel like if i was writing a screenplay yeah, yeah, yeah. and i had the idea to do that it would feel lazy to me it would feel like i was like just being like and the reason is magic <laughs> the uh. end <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can't. I can't really defend the Toy Story one because, like, for me, like, and I'm sure you wouldn't disagree. Like, in that moment where he is flying, it's a very enjoyable moment. No, yeah. I I just feel like they sacrificed, like, essentially what they had set up before for the sake of that good, mm-hmm. like, enjoyable ending. Yeah. But it sort of ruins. The- What's really interesting for me is that you talk about how he finds that his self worth isn't wrapped up in what he can do, right? Sure. But that's his worth to his owner. His yeah. worth is his personality. <laughs> right. it's, it's the fact that he's Buzz Lightyear and he yeah. can fly and he can shoot lasers. Yeah. What? So if he learned this for himself, he definitely didn't learn it for Andy. No, he, yeah. His owner. Well, you know. Because you would think the real end of the movie would be like, wait, Andy only loves me for what I can do? Psh, screw this, I'm going home. And he walks out. Ooh, the toy that ditches the owner. Yes. Ooh, that flips it on his head a little it's bit. deep. Um, Not really. I want. Eh, I want to know how Buzz's wings cut through that duct tape that the rocket sure. is, is is attached to. Well, that's another. So, like, <laughs> when thinking about this, because I I have been uh, thinking about let's it. Let's think about this. Th- let's think about how a movie about talking toys. <laughs> All right, that was the argument that I am ready to like. No, yeah, I, and I don't. No, it's it's, I, it's, I think so it's so easy. I'm it's just, already I'm making there. a joke. Yeah. No, no, no. But the thing is, yeah. It is a movie about talking toys, but like within that movie, you want to like, f- like y- there are still w- physical parameters, that right? You have to or or, sure. or not necessarily even like plot holes itself. It's more of just like when the movie makes a huge point about one thing, mm-hmm. which is the fact that Buzz cannot fly. Yeah, then having him do it at the end just feels like a cop out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only thing. Like if the movie had made a big deal about how like Buzz's wings couldn't cut through duct tape. <laughs> Earlier, and then they did. Like I then I would have a movie. But honestly, yeah, that, that's not want to see. Well, that was, but that was the thing about the end of the Prestige was that one character stuck to you know that this isn't magic, this mm-hmm. isn't, and um, he was even punished for it. While the sure. other character went to the magic and he went to the complete difference, and it just ruined him, uh-huh. right? And so yeah. I think I think that that. That problem with a prestige that you have is actually kind of addressed. Yeah, and that's the other thing I want to say is, like, I actually do like both of those movies. Mm -hmm. I just, like, there's a part of me that when I watch those specific endings, Mm -hmm. they just feel like if I had been writing this movie and if I had come to that, like, idea, I would have completely rejected it. Mm -hmm. And it's I just don't like it as, like, a, a way to... 
Like, I just feel like when, when there are, like, sort of established rules or, like, like things set up, mm-hmm. when you just introduce this other element just for the sake of a twist or to get characters out of a situation, uh, just, like, for, yeah. like, that, like, exhilarating ending, mm-hmm. it just doesn't always work for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I will defend the prestigious ending more than Toy Stories, because, like, the Toy Story one, I'm just going, like, ah, well, I, yeah, yeah, whatever. But, like, the, for, for me, what I like about the prestigious ending is kind of, and you touched on this a little bit, where um, the prestige is kind of setting up these, like, two competitors competing for something that is all just a trick, and the prestige is meant, and you're even, like, from the beginning of the movie up until the end, like, you're, you're basically set up, like, like you, like you're saying, like, uh-huh. you're establishing rules that, like, magic is, or magic is just a trick, you know, just to fool the eye, you know, and it's to wow an audience and stuff like that. But then I think what's great about it is that when you, when they actually encounter, like, real magic, it even mm-hmm. wows, like... The, the character and like no it, sure it feels very like thematic in there and also like i i like it because um one person's obsession pushes him so far that he gets to that he, he seeks out david bowie that he seeks out uh, <laughs> uh nicola bowie a, and true, he, a true real life magician. And, well and then and then they kind of find this thing like i you know it's it's kind of around the, like the industrial revolution you know like electricity <laughs> is kind of being explored there's there's like this and that's actually a ma- really big theme of the book yeah, and it's like this big, like you know, magic, quote unquote, of uh-huh. like technology. So this is just kind of like a spin on that, right? And I like this idea that a person would get so far that he would just kill himself over and over every yeah. night. No, I like and, it thematically for sure, but just, just as a writing thing. It's yeah, kinda... I just as like a plot like development and and just like within the universe, it just I it just I don't like that. I think you can usurp uh, 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 things set up in a movie though for that impact. Not yeah. necessarily lazily, but just like as a way to be like we're we're putting the the, the wool over your eyes by establishing uh-huh. rules, and then we're going to reveal you that those things. Yeah, maybe I don't know. If well, it doesn't I mean, work like, for you, then that's even fine. Uh, so. But and but like there are examples of it that don't bother me. We were talking about Indiana Jones. Like the majority of all of Indiana Jones is not a supernatural story, and then at the very end it is. But for some reason, that one doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at it, Marion. <laughs> Don't look into it. That's anyway, we can move on. I just wanted to bring no, that up because I wanted really to get you guys' take on interesting. it. This is, like, debates about Toy Story, though, are... That's a good debate. No, no, no. I, I do like it. Like, it's there's, there's something about it where I'm sure there are people out there listening that have just just very, like, strong opinions about this. Well, and the other thing is that ending, the Toy Story ending, uh-huh. is so iconic and memorable. Yeah. Like, everyone remembers the, that line and just mm-hmm. the image of him flying. And, yeah, like, yeah. and it's like, I mean, I loved that movie when I was a kid, and, like, I still do, but, like, there's just something really funny to me about just, like, just how, con- like, that ending yeah. just feels so contradictory to me. <sighs> yeah. And it also feels like something that they they sort of introduced mm-hmm. or just put in this movie without ever thinking like about there being like sequels to this movie <laughs> where Buzz never apparently uses, I know he was like rocket propelled. So if he was gliding, there's, there's that momentum to like help him. But at the same time, it's sort of just like, Oh yeah. That remember that one time you like flew. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like left. Why don't, why don't we just do that again? Yeah. Hey, we're stuck in a trash compactor guys. Hey, yeah, yeah. Buzz can fly. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, uh, and Woody can use his pole string as a lasso. He in, does do that in the second one. Yeah, he does. 
Yeah. Which, uh, anyway. Which, where did that come from? They didn't introduce that ever. I guess what I'm saying is, of the three Toy Story movies, <laughs> the uh, the first one's the worst one. Do you... Ooh. Ooh. Ooh that's, that's, that's a hot take. That is no, a hot no, take. I don't think so. I... The third one's the best. We can all agree on that. It's my Ooh. actual take. I, I like the second a lot. Wow. Yeah, no, I, th- I think the second is great. And that song with Jesse is so great. <laughs> that's fair. It's, it's yeah. Sarah I... McLachlan. Is that who that is? <laughs> when somebody loves you. <laughs> oh, why did I do it like Sinatra? I don't, I, I don't know. know. That, was, that was a weird take on that. <laughs> Sorry, right. Sarah. Sorry. If you're, if you're listening. You, okay, uh, just confession time. Did any of the Toy Stories make you cry? Yes. Probably the last one. It's been a long time since I've seen it, so I don't remember. Toy Story 3 made me cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. cried everything. I, I'm like dumb and dumber. I cry at Mob Bell commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I I have I think I've cried during like five movies. Yeah. Oh. I, I, <laughs> Here we go. I remember. Go. Okay. I I remember crying during the Lego movie. All right. Wow. Yeah. That, Timmer's judging you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Full judgment. There is that there is that scene at the end. Lots Will, of spoilers today. Yeah, by yeah, the yeah. Way. Sorry. Um <laughs> there there's that scene in the Lego movie with, with uh Will Ferrell's dad and the kid, and the kid's kind of like explaining like no creativity can be like weird and 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 it, mm-hmm. Legos are inviting and and everyone can participate and express themselves and we should be open to people expressing themselves. And that got me so deep where I was like, oh my god, I'm laughing at this Lego movie. This is great. It's kind of like crying at a commercial, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, literally, I, I, I'll be listening to Hamilton in the car and I'll start tearing up. It's, it's not good. Uh, I'm emotional. What else did I cry during? So I cried I, a lot more lately. I've noticed, and I, I don't know how to explain this. Okay. But for some reason, I am more like susceptible to... like. Crying very early in the morning. <laughs> I don't know why. Mm. Because I like on my like commute to work. If I'm like listening to music, yeah, I will find like like that any type like any song that I like like mm-hmm. have an emotional connection to. Yeah, I will eat like just immediately. Like it's so easy. It like happens like in an instant, and you, I don't know why. You hate your job. Maybe is that what it is? <laughs> maybe maybe that's my uh, armchair diagnosis. Is, is, Okay, but are there certain songs that will make you cry? Well, not well, yeah, but that's probably I'm not like crying at like uh, like the Yellow Submarine or something. <laughs> like <laughs> you're beautiful, makes him cry. I, I'm just uh, saying, stop it, you. <laughs> I'm just saying the threshold seems so much lower in the morning. Hmm. Like like there are songs where I'm like, oh yeah, this, this I like. I like have an emotional attachment to this song or, mm. or this song. I just like feel like, okay. But for some reason, like early in the morning when I'm driving to work specifically, cause that's usually when I'm listening to music early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I much more quickly leap to mm-hmm. tearing up at songs mm. than any other time of day. And maybe it's just because I'm not exhausted yet, so I'm like still emotionally connected to myself, and not just drained. Not <laughs> That's just, probably a better diagnosis. See, and see, not just drained, but <laughs> are you more of a morning person? Um, yes and no. Like I try to be. I don't think I'm like completely naturally that way, but I I try to be <laughs> because I do get up earlier than yeah. I would I necessarily have to mostly just because I want to get going quicker see I am more I feel like I'm more susceptible after work like towards the evening Me because too. I've been like kind of beat down by the day and it's like and and once the day once the day is over and I can finally mm-hmm. like 
gone with my life, that's when I can focus and be a little bit more like emotionally involved. In the morning, I, I think my emotions are just as tired as I am. So I'm just yeah. like, uh, I don't care. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, I mean, if you roused me out of bed and started playing a song, like, I don't think it would just be like an immediate, like I'm, I'm by the time I'm driving to work, I'm like how awake. Does, how does that affect your day? <laughs> like it's honestly like cause, yeah because I, I mentioned i listen to this podcast every morning and if there's a bunch of news about uh-huh. the president sure i am mad all day long okay if uh-huh, like yeah. it's a 10 minute stuff about how um dt mm-hmm. said a bunch of things <laughs> that could lead to a bunch of things i'm just mad Downtown. i'm just like i'm just mad all day long and <laughs> yeah i i well yeah, i would, I I would say this is is more fleeting Okay. Just be, mostly just because it's it's not like it's not like a real thing. Like it's just a, it's sure. just a, I mean it is and it isn't, but it's just a reaction to like just like an idea. But that, that yeah, it's, it's a reaction to like an idea mm-hmm. or like or a concept or like just a sound <laughs> as as opposed to like something that's like actually affecting the world. What song will always bring you to that emotional state? Not necessarily crying, but like mm-hmm. you can feel the pain inside of you, or or even like I don't know. I, I'm, it doesn't even have to be pain. So, but like witchy woman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, the monster mash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the, the the Papa John slogan. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I would say for me, I, I, I'm going to have to think to give you a specific example. Okay. But I just know because of the way I my brain works mm-hmm. and the way I listen to music. Mm-hmm. Usually what it will be for me mm-hmm. is a specific line in a song. Mm-hmm. Okay. That that will hit me. It will yeah. be like the song has been playing, but once we get to that specific line, and usually it's like a combination of delivery and the words mm-hmm. themselves, mm-hmm. but that com- that's what usually will make it happen. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily the music itself, although like delivery is in part like melody and you know tone and all that (laughs) yeah but it's not like it's not just like you know like a swelling of like strings or something it's like a specific like like a lyric idea that's Mm. being expressed okay that's usually what will make it happen for me for me it's when i uh, even a song or a movie it's when i like connect to whatever emotion is right there Uh and even if it's a positive emotion like all of a sudden boom Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know it's kind, of, it's kind of like it just clicks into place, almost mm-hmm. like this is how what I was feeling, and this song encapsulates that so yeah. well. Right. So it's breaking me apart in the inside. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I like that. It's still the Papa John's uh, slogan for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Better pizza, better toppings. They're changing their slogan. It's the official pizza of white supremacy now. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> You know, you know, slogans that make me tear up. Uh, Olive Garden, when you hear your family. Oh, <laughs> Olive Garden's so inclusive. <laughs> instant, instant weepage. For me, it's, um, <laughs> I can't think of literally any slogans. <laughs> you can't? No. Nope. Oh, I man. Just can't. Uh, uh, the... I'm, I'm loving it. Let's get, let's get some free <laughs> advertising to a bunch of, uh, giant corporations. <laughs> it's true. Uh, a song that will continue to make me cry is um, "Hurt," the Johnny Cash version. I think, that one is very. Good. I think that one, like we, we've talked about songs that I want to be played at my funeral. In, in the past <laughs> actually, episodes. I might have cut some of that out. Okay, well, well, that was one that was under consideration. Is and I don't know that that feels like cheating almost, but sure. like there is something about him singing that song, and yeah. that, that is the, that is the thing for some of those songs that make me cry. It's not necessarily like 
the song itself. It's just the person singing it. And I know their story and I know yeah. like all that. And it's kind of like, it's kind of two parts, like uh, uh, just like context of knowing that. And then right. like two more parts, like this is just a really good song. Yeah. And I, I think that that's like the similar to the thing that I was saying mm-hmm. where it's, it's, it's more of an idea about what this is yeah, or yeah, an yeah. idea that's coming out of this yeah. than an actual like yeah. sound uh-huh. itself. Also, Mother by Danzig mm. will, will always get me. Uh, if you guys, if you guys know the, 99 Love Balloons. <laughs> I, I think that's that would be a great song if that made somebody cry. I, I don't uh, think I have a song that gets me every time, but I've, I know that I've had songs in the past that I have lost it while listening to yeah, for whatever yeah. reason. Uh, I remember, uh, this is kind of embarrassing, I remember I broke up with somebody, or like they <laughs> broke up with me, and I definitely listened to um, Dashboard Confessional, <laughs> like, just way too much. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and now in hindsight, I'm like, why did I go to that well for, like, <laughs> it feel, again, it feels like cheating. Like, of course, this would be the place I'd go for, like, a sad yeah, feeling. Well, sometimes you just need an emotional release. Sometimes I need a 40-year-old that looks like a 20-year-old telling me how to feel. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's Confessing what... his dashboard. <laughs> I don't know what that. What if his songs were confessing all the things on his dashboard? That's probably the song you cried to, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. On the way home. <laughs> Glove compartment. <laughs> there actually is a very devastating song by Death Cab for Cutie about ah, yes. a glove compartment. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of context, though, I went. I saw Death Cab recently, uh-huh. and I think Ben Gibbard's just a, a whiny hoity-toity. That's he's. He was on stage bitching the whole time about the uh, the sound quality, uh-huh. which is fine, I guess. Like, if you're a professional and you expect professional delivery, but also, like, just roll with it, man. Doesn't that kind of make a concert great, though? When it, when like, a when they're angry? Yeah. Like, a I, little bit. I saw Oasis at the Fox Theater in Detroit. <laughs> well, they're and, always complaining. Oh, yeah, and I got the pleasure of watching Liam and Noel have a fight, and Liam spit on Noel, <laughs> and then walk off, and the rest of the band just kind of walked off, and it took about a half an hour, and Noel came back out with his acoustic guitar and played ten songs. Wait, While what? Liam was heckling him from the side. Oh, <laughs> Oh it my gosh! Amazing. That, that is actually pretty great. Yeah. Did they break up after that? Or well, they it... broke up probably a year or so after that. It was you know that moment where everybody. But they were always fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I know. I mean, they fought on that VH1 show where the VH1 had uh-huh. like a like a unplugged sort of show. Sure. And okay. They had a fight on that show, and they the did? same thing happens. Yeah. Wow. They spit on each other more. <laughs> well, Liam's the spitter, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, that would be that would be very interesting to watch a fight just happen on stage. I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen like bandmates yell at each other during mm-hmm. a song, but that's like that's well, like the and most these guys were bandmates and brothers, I know. which is like even better because yeah. because I went to it with two Italian brothers who fought all the time, and I just <laughs> looked at them. Oh. The, the fact that they're Italian doesn't matter, but <laughs> <laughs> wow, they just they fought all the time, and it was like that you know how brothers fight, right? Ugh. That's. You stayed a half hour after they left the stage. We did. The crowd was very restless because they only played. How for much long. of the crowd bailed? Um, not many. They only played for like twenty minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that early? Yeah, that's insane. Like they were fighting before the show. Yeah, easily. Oh, I, I I remember when I saw uh, Van Halen here in Denver. It was like during like one of their reunion tours, oh, yeah. and they played in Denver. So I luckily got to see them. But then the day after that, they canceled the rest of the tour because mm-hmm. they like were fighting afterwards. And I was like. 
And did it like was it showing on stage? No, it it didn't seem to be like. Huh. But they are they 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 are very distant from each other. Like one, the stage is just huge. Van and Halen. <laughs> was it Van Halen or Van Hagar? It was Van Halen actually. <laughs> no, Sammy Hagar did not show up. Thank goodness. <laughs> I don't need chicken foot to be at a Van Halen concert. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but I, but I, <laughs> sorry, chicken foot. That was harsh. But I, I, uh, I remember thinking like, man, they are not interacting with each other at all. Like mm. they are all just in their, in their own zones. And I've heard that about like the Guns N' Roses concerts that kind of came through. Like no, like uh, Axel and uh, Slash do not interact with each other on stage. It's fascinating. It's like you can just feel the tension in the air. Mm-hmm. It's I, exciting. It is kind of exciting. So it's like yeah. it's like well, going, it's you want to see the NASCAR crash. Yeah, you yeah. do want to see a fight at the hockey game. That's that's true. And it may not be because you can feel the tension too. It may maybe because you go to a lot of shows and when you see a band that you know they like each other, mm-hmm. they're they're playing together. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like Mumford and Sons, I saw, and they you can tell those guys like genuinely love each other. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like yeah, Mumford and his sons. Yeah. <laughs> It's a father-son relationship. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy! All band names are descri- very descriptive of the, the relationship and the people. It's in true. The band. Coldplay hates each other. Yeah, <laughs> very cold. Never play <laughs> with each other. Uh, I, I think. Do you think Mumford and Sons just get a, songs? Uh, do you think uh-huh. Mumford and Sons just gets along because they? Just like compliment each other's vests all day and probably talk, talk about that's a wonderful Scottish cap you're wearing. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy. I've never hey, seen I it. thought of a new song. It sounds exactly like the other one. Sorry. Yeah. I love my pretty sons. Uh <laughs> Yeah, they kinda they kinda they're a flash in the pan for a for a while. Well then they put out a new album with like different music and everybody was like, Whoa, no, hold your horses there, buddy. Yeah, that's that's Yeah, what happened to your sons? <laughs> they grew up. They grew out of the. They did their own thing. They left the family business. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that happen to like like. I've I've never been to a show where someone lip synced or like it was like very Ooh. clear someone was lip synced. But I can even see that being like a point of contention at a show. Well, you know, at least not that you know of. No, yeah, we were watching. Um, or we, as in me and no one else here, but uh, <laughs> the royal we. I was watching. Um, some of the New Year's Eve countdown yeah. stuff. And you kind of, you like, a lot of that stuff uh, is in, like, freezing cold weather. Yeah. And they're performing outside. And I'm like, this has got to be all, like, just dubbed. just dubbed. Yeah, faked. And that you get. Like, why would you not? Well, dub? there was that whole business with the Chili Peppers. They did the... Um, the, Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they it be, it was like none of their instruments were plugged in, and mm. then they just admitted it, and it was like, yeah, it's cold, we can't play our instruments. <laughs> yeah, like what do you want? Like <laughs> they also said they wanted to, but they like just for the Super Bowl's sake, yeah. they don't. Which right. is kind of a bummer. Which and then at that point, the setup and takedown on that is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh yeah, but at that point, it's like it's it's sort of like a, then becomes a question of like, wait, what are we actually here for? Yeah. I mean, in that case, obviously it's a football game, but but like yeah, yeah, when yeah. it comes to I don't know, like musical performance, it's like then that brings up the idea of like, I mean, then that at that point you're there. Just because the celebrities there, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you might as well go—they're dancing for you. Yeah, you might as well go full Beyonce, where you're putting on a show. Right, she did that for the Super Bowl halftime, which is great. Yeah, Uh, yeah. As long as I guess it's a spectacle, then I guess mm -hmm. you're still getting like a Uh, show. I want to see as opposed to just like uh, like a play. 
Yeah. Where they uh, re <laughs> Why don't you do, do that at the halftime show? Like, I want to oh. see... Just a play? Yeah, I want to see um, Death of a Salesman, third act. <laughs> I mean, in all, in all seriousness, Hamilton was enough of a phenomenon that I could have seen... Like I would, if someone had been like, "Yeah, the Super Bowl halftime show is going to be like the cast of Hamilton." A couple scenes from Hamilton. I would have been like, "All yeah. right, I buy that." Yeah. I wish. Uh, I wish. Um. Uh. Book of Mormon did like a little scene <laughs> like during that. I'm trying to think of one song in Book of Mormon. That would yeah, be, pro- one. be appropriate. Orlando would work. Okay. <laughs> Admittedly, I do not know any of the music from oh, the Book of Mormon, and I have never watched. You know, just the words. Next time it comes to town. <laughs> oh, I, hands down, I want to go. Um, I really want to see one of those like hologram artists get in a fight with like, somebody. <laughs> nice. Like, let's. Oh like, yeah, like in thirty, no, more than that. Like you know, fifty, <laughs> sixty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there'll be hologram oasis, and then <laughs> hologram <laughs> oasis. I can't wait till hologram Tupac and hologram Notorious B.I.G. shoot oh. each other. Oh, and then man. it gets investigated by the hologram police, but not really. <laughs> that see, you talk about a play. I want to see that play. Well, that well, sounds well. like a Shakespearean thing. <laughs> Do you guys think that there'll be hologram plays in the future? Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah, Do I, holograms dream of electric sheep? <laughs> I mean, no, isn't, but I, isn't a hologram play just a movie? <laughs> uh, not when you're going to a theater and it's on stage. <laughs> Sorry, you got to be that guy. <laughs> No, it's not. I I firmly put my foot down on that one. <laughs> that would broke me. That was a good one. <laughs> I think. No, no, no. I under, I understand what you're saying. Okay, so like you know, it was that like going back to the Hamilton. It was such. It was in such high demand. Now they're not actually performing with the original cast anymore, right? No, it's over. But what if they? What if you could pay? To go see the original cast perform Hamilton hologram style, mm. that would there would be a market for that. There right? would, I there, mean, it, and it would probably be cheaper. Yeah, there's <laughs> also there's also those um, I've seen I see trailers in movie theaters all the time where it's like a play on the the, the theater screen. Right, it's like a one night event. It's yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like going, going to the theater, going to the Met Opera on. What's the company that does that? Uh, the Met Theater. We, we go to movies like every weekend, and we can't think of uh, Phantom. Phantom events. Oh something. yeah, almost oh, a Fandango. <laughs> I don't think Fandango's putting on. I don't think they're wrong anymore. You know, but then with if you're doing a hologram play, you know, mm-hmm. no, there's no mistakes. Uh, if you throw a tomato at them, they won't react. Oh, oh, see, <laughs> if you if fall asleep, you're fine. If you could, if you could do like a little launcher that would throw a tomato, much like the Buzz Lightyear ride in Disneyland, oh, where you like Buzz pull, Lightyear again. pull a pull a string back and like let it go, and then just on the screen you see a tomato fly, then I'm then I'm in. So I have a question. Huh. Best thing you've ever seen live: concert, play, musical, a ride, anything that you experienced. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, if like the Terminator ride at Orlando Studios is the greatest <laughs> thing you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I can boy. tell you mine. Okay. And mine is actually when Conan O'Brien was fired from The Tonight Show. Okay. And he did the tour, the legally prohibited from being on television tour. Uh-huh. He came to Denver and did the Opera House. And I have, I've never laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> I've laughed so hard my face hurt, hurt for two days. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen ever. That'd be like... That would be like a goal I want to achieve for somebody is make the, make them laugh so hard they hurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like when he came out in Eddie Murphy's red sequin oh, suit. Oh, come on. And then the bat, the inflatable bat from Meatloaf's Bat Out of Hell tour was inflating behind him as he was singing a song. Like, wow, I've never experienced <laughs> such <laughs> amazement. That's 
you don't see that everywhere. You do not. Like, That's awesome. He, he just he turned in show his show into an hour long or two hour long just spectacle of insanity. Because he he probably he was probably just like fuck it. We have nothing to lose by doing all of this stuff. People yep. will pay to see this. And then Andy Richter would come out and do like the in between things while they set up the other acts okay. and stuff. And it was just everything about it was just beautiful. What year was that? Two thousand eight. Had I was in Denver, okay, and yeah, I was pretty new to Denver. It had to be oh eight oh nine, okay, in there. Yeah, I remember that whole debacle. Mm-hmm. Did did not appreciate Conan at the time. Yeah, uh, and then like the Fray came out and played a couple songs because if it's a Denver event and they need a band, they just call the Fray. <laughs> I don't love I don't love how Denver's premier band is the Fray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they probably fight all the time considering yeah. their name. Exactly. <laughs> I, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you know, a Fray is a fight. <laughs> It's still not with me. Okay. It's, uh, uh, that guy has a mohawk. Like, okay, and like, everyone hates him for it. Yeah, like Coldplay. <laughs> they're 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 very, like we were doing this joke earlier. <laughs> nope. Okay, <laughs> <Dang>, never mind. <laughs> Who made that joke? And I also saw you two when they came to town. That's cool. And uh, was it guess, a beautiful day? Guess who opened for him? The Fray? The Fray. Ah! <laughs> I was going to say Conan. My, my sister went like three days later when they played Detroit, and she got to see Florence and the Machine open for him. And whoa. Like, I mean, much better band than The Fray. Exactly. Are they from Detroit? Florence and the Machine? I don't think so. Huh. I mean, he played Lansing. He played the um, Michigan State plays, the oh. football field. But. Huh. Best thing I've seen. I saw Disney on Ice when I was <laughs> That was pretty great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fan, fan ta- ta- you saw me teach, too. So that was pretty spectacular. Get, uh, uh, I don't remember much of it. Were you so. about to say Get Bent? <laughs> <laughs> That's such like an yeah, 80s. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like Breakfast Club or something. Get Bent. Eat my shorts. I, or have you just seen too much as like saturation? You just can't like, pick out one thing. I, I just can't bend. That should not come back. I uh, I mean, there are very memorable things. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's a difference in my mind between like the best thing I've ever seen and the most memorable thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because mm. I don't know. One thing that came to mind because this isn't really like it wasn't super unique when it came to necessarily like the main event. Okay, but when I and Darren, you as well, huh. lived in L.A., we, we went and saw a showing of the three Edgar Wright Yeah, the trilogy, the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. With Edgar Wright there. Yeah. And Ryan Johnson, the director of no. the newest Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Not at the time. Of, of Wink! <laughs> name drop. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was there. I mean, for real. Yeah, he was yeah. the moderator. So sure. it, was, it was Ryan Johnson and mm-hmm. Edgar Wright, yep. and they would just talk about the movie in mm. between the showings of each of those. Yeah. And that is incredibly memorable in my mind of being such a great, like, thing and experience. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I was just seeing movies I had seen before on the big screen, but with the director there. So it wasn't necessarily like a performance. Yeah, but it was also like a communal experience yeah. of being. True. Yeah, I, that is... That is now that you've reminded me of it, that is definitely one of my tops for sure. That's, yeah, I, th- that was just a very memorable, like, like great thing that happened. Yeah, and it's one of those things where whenever you see those people now, you're always like, oh yeah, I remember yeah. going to that showing and seeing. Or them. even when we were in LA, we got to meet Brie Larson that one time. Yeah, uh-huh. like that was very memorable. Yeah, and when she became an Oscar winner, I'm like, I know her. I'm, I'm, I, know <laughs> I know her. her. <laughs> I met her. Yeah, you call her a bun speed. <laughs> Mm, I wish. Congrats, Brie. Congrats, Brie. I love you. Uh, gosh. I don't mean that in the weird way. <laughs> I do mean it in the weird way. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's really hard. Because I'm trying to think of, like, 
like the plays I've been to, the concerts I've been to. Mm-hmm. Um, Even seeing Comedy Bang Bang live was so ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, was, was seeing real, Comedy Bang Bang was great. Like, like that was a good like face hurt from laughing mm-hmm. moment. Too, yeah, of, of just like, and that's all improv, so it was a completely unique show mm-hmm. too. So. Yeah, that's like that's I think why I like the Conan thing so much because it's it was so unique and because every show he did in every city was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so much fun. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think like that's that's where I'm kind of like I'm hesitant to say a concert because like I feel like I go to so many that it almost doesn't become as like right. memorable. I did have, I, I did, I did go see a band uh, at a festival with Kyle. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw Deaf Heaven, and the lead singer did like come up to me and like 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 he held he like held my hand for the last song. Like I just reached up and he just like. Like kind of locked, like eagle yeah. style, locked his hands with mine and like sang like the the chorus into my face. Uh-huh. And that was great because I was like, I did, never thought I was gonna get this, but I am literally just like, you know, eye to eye with with this person who I admire. So that was pretty cool. But that's just like something that comes yeah. to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I when I saw Sufjan Stevens on his Carrie and Lowell tour uh, at Calvin College, actually, I saw a lot of great acts. Uh, that was that's a very memorable show. Uh, Calvin College plug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send us money. <laughs> You're in debt. <laughs> uh yeah. I miss that tour. But yeah, I, I I do think I need to go to more like plays and comedy mm-hmm. and stuff that isn't just music is just so easy to go to. It is. Whereas like plays and comedy actually do cost quite a bit. I also love going to the orchestra. And I'm yeah, not sure that I'm, on and I'm not next so, week. Oh nice. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that to be like 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 pompous and posh like I really do enjoy it like it's Great. it's fun and I but like tickets are just so expensive mm-hmm. if you want to just go see like good orchestra stuff so yeah I don't know yeah. but I get to see a lot of plays as a teacher every year we go to a play we take the whole school oh that's cool and I can usually snake in with the English teacher to go to the AP English play with her as a chaperone nice it's really just because I want to go see a play. <laughs> So. Yeah, that the the perks of, of teaching. Yeah. Uh, how many times have you seen Anne Frank's play? <laughs> Just once. <laughs> what? But I have seen it. <laughs> the play she wrote. I don't know. We, that was the play we Anne saw. Anne Frank was an amazing playwright, you guys. <laughs> oh, boy. No it uh, really stuck to her work. She never came down from the attic. And... 17th episode. You guys just jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, America. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of jumping the shark, I think we can jump into Game Corner and we can... Uh, we can uh, get rolling with that. I so. want to hear that theme song. Okay. Well, uh, here it is. Live. Game Corner. 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 Was your former teacher mm-hmm. and still a teacher, history teacher? So well, it was mostly. <laughs> well, let's not get carried away. Uh, <laughs> you teach? I have fun where I work. I got a place. You know, some knowledge falls out of his mouth, and kids maybe absorb it. <laughs> maybe. maybe keyword. Maybe. <laughs> um. So uh, this time we're going to do the same thing, but we're passing the quiz duties on to someone else. Hey. It's going to be Darren. Darren, Darren Oh, good. So you going to help me on this? Yeah, we're a team. Good. I thought you guys were just going to double teaming. No, 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 no. I know nothing about what Darren has prepared. No. 
Um, all I know is that it's not exclusively history. It's more all-encompassing. Ooh, I like this. Um, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's history still, but it history is... History is all-encompassing, Kyle. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> history is no. every discipline. Oh. <laughs> Let's just take a break and take a nap. <laughs> all right. After that. Um, as someone who almost became a history major and probably a history professor... Uh, this was fun for me. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh. I, when I was looking at colleges... I probably wouldn't be here then. Why is... Why didn't you become a history professor, Darren? Because I don't want to teach. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, actually, because we met because we were both film, oh, yeah, film yeah. majors. That's true. Uh, and I was saying, if, if you did that, he wouldn't be here. <laughs> my, <laughs> I laughed at the joke. My history would be different. <laughs> All right, carry on. I, oh, I'm sorry. History unraveled. Oh, um, so okay, I yeah. So I prepared a quiz. Uh, it's it is it is meant to challenge. Okay. Uh, uh, I hope I hope this goes well. We'll we'll see. <laughs> but let's just let's just launch right in. So I have ten questions. All right. Uh, I will. I, if there are special instructions, I will give them. But it's pretty. <laughs> they're pretty straightforward. Okay. What do we need to get to pass? Uh, I would say you were sixty last time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Let's get a. So it's, is that that's six correct? Six out of ten is indeed sixty. <laughs> I did. Didn't. Are there any math questions? Yeah. On the test? <laughs> There better not be. How do you find uh, the circumference of a uh, triangle? Uh, uh. Yeah. Um, okay, so. An equilateral triangle? Or no. An isosceles? Uh, rhombus. Hmm. <laughs> uh, is, that, <laughs> is that Egyptian? All right, all rhombus. right. All right, let's do this. Okay. Uh, so, question one of uh, Darren's fantastic quiz. Okay. Oh, okay. I wish we had buzzers or something. Or <laughs> I know we're not. We're, no, yeah. we're no, not. No, 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 but no. I just want to be able to. You're working together to get a passing <laughs> grade. Okay. Put these food items. What? <laughs> in the historical order that they were introduced slash founded. Ooh, founded. Okay. okay. You uh, ready? I think so. Jello, Coca Cola, Planters Peanuts. And Paps Blue Ribbon. Mm. <laughs> well, you had a Paps can. No, right no, no. <laughs> uh, no, I. <laughs> I think well, Paps was on 1862. Mm. If I want to, whenever they I were giving out my... blue ribbons to beer, <laughs> if I remember my cans. So you do not have to get the date necessarily, but you do have to put. Yeah, them we, we have to put more. So yes. Jello, Jello, Coca Cola. Coca Cola was in, within the 1900s. Right? Yep. So PBR is definitely before Coke. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Jello, Coke, PBR, and Planters Peanuts. Planters Peanuts. These are the companies, basically, like the founding of the companies themselves, right? Yes, that's why I want to say, like, but, introduce slash founded. But except for Peanuts, these things are all pretty much like proprietary. Well, yes. beer is not proprietary. PBR, yes. but PBR is at least. Well, I don't know if like whatever Jello, like Jello uh, as a substance that in that, that exists before the company of Jello. Probably because it's what it's ground up bones, right? It's gelatin. Okay. So to, to give you context, I went on Wikipedia, typed in Jello, and there's a little part underneath the photo that said when it was uh-huh. founded. This, this, is, a, the this, this, this is a ten. Because Jello, Jello's this like is a ten. I have a scale of one to ten. Okay, this is a ten. Jello, Jello's Thank like you. Kleenex, though, right? Because Jello is a company, but it's also the name of the thing. Yeah, so it's it's going to be Jello gelatin. Right. So, don't sure. Think. Okay. I, 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 I just I want to make I, sure. I, I feel like I get this image of on the Jello box like since 1920. Like that's what I. Oh, okay. Because almost all of these have a since on their box. But isn't that like right in the span of Coca Cola too? Coke was the 
30s. You think so? But you know so. I don't know. I honestly thought Coke was... This, this would be my guess. Planters, Peanuts, PBR, Jello Coke. That would be my guess. I actually... Mm. But, well, obviously, peanuts have been around forever, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the company. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, me either. That's I don't know either. So. I know, I would say PBR before Planters, actually. Yeah? That's, I mean. I, I could be wrong, but. Because I feel like Jell-O and Coke I mean, were both oh, in the oh, 1900s. Oh. All right, let's use some context clues. Planters is the uh, is the uh, the peanut, Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut, yeah. yeah. So he's got a little top hat and a cane. And a monocle. And a monocle. <laughs> let's use context of the logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, but I, the logo might not have existed. Uh, maybe, but he seems very much of his time, which maybe we're talking like the, you know. PBR Planters, Jell-O, Coke. Okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> Do we get half points? Because, for the record, I wanted to do planters before PBR. I don't think it's oh, going to matter. Well, okay. Well, I don't think it's going to so matter. So what's your order? What's your final order? Okay, final order. PBR, planters, Jello, then Coke. So that is incorrect. Oh, okay. So this is, right. this, is, this is crazy, right? Uh, Jello, 1897. Okay, we were way, I was way off on PBR. Coca-Cola, 1886. Wow. Planters, 1906. Paps, 1844. So it goes Paps, Coca-Cola, Jell-O, Planters. Ooh. Wow. 1844. Most yeah. of those were 1800s. Though. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, okay, way off. I pl- I, That's I pl- awesome. I played a card game where you like you draw cards and you literally just have to guess in context of this timeline where they fit. Mm-hmm. And one of mine was Jell-O, and I was shocked to find out it was in the 1800s. I was like, that that feels like a 50s thing, like space. Yeah. space oh, yeah, it does. That's awesome. So, hmm. okay. That, so was, that was shocking even to me. Zero out of one. <laughs> Uh, Shape of water threw me off on that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, question number two. In 1987, Matthew Broderick was driving when he crossed into the wrong lane and collided with another vehicle, resulting in a tragic accident. Mm -hmm. Where did this accident take place? This is a dark question. I feel like it was in California, but I don't know. I would guess New York. Do we need a state? Oh wait, we're I well, can't answer that. You can't answer Okay. On Earth. That's where it happened. <laughs> the specifics of the answer. I will take the country. The country? Oh wow. Okay, oh, so, so it's probably not the United States. Let's go England. Spain. Because he wandered into the wrong lane, right? Mm, I don't feel like that was the reason. <laughs> okay, that's fair. France. I mean, Hollywood movie stars love to go to France. I was gonna I don't know why Spain really stuck out in my mind. Yeah. But I don't want to influence it if you're <laughs> feeling strongly any other way. I'm not feeling strongly about any way. Because I knew that he, I knew that he, I knew that he got yeah. an accident. I knew this. Kind of one of those like dark, dark mm-hmm. se- Hollywood secret things. <sighs> Just France hits me for some reason. Mm. We should uh, flip a coin between France and Spain. Okay. <laughs> flip a. Um, this is how all decisions in Europe are made. Yeah, flip, flip a coaster. coaster. Okay. Between France. Okay, so Lake Michigan side. Okay. Call it. Uh, this will be Spain. Okay. That's it, Nope. France. France. It's not France. Don't Is it Spain? It's, Spain? it's Northern Ireland. Oh, oh. okay. Okay. <laughs> so I would have given England to well, you, wait, actually. Oh, 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 Is Broderick... Given... Is that Irish? Broderick. Broderick. Sounds Irish. That was a juicy laugh. That sounds <laughs> Irish. Man. Okay. He was visiting his family. <laughs> Uh, question three. Oh, we are doing terrible. We are not. We are over two, baby. Very we are very hard. We're failing. Question three. 
Before making Star Wars, uh-huh. George Lucas's first feature film was titled THX One One Three Eight, based off a short film he made with uh-huh. what title? THX Eleven Thirty Seven. I am going to double check that four points a second. <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> I just watched the short film. It was uh, it was available. Uh, I think isn't it? Um, or it's just number eleven thirty seven or something like that. I feel like that's very very close, if not correct. Uh, okay, so what was your what was your? My answer was THX eleven thirty seven. It's something eleven thirty seven. It's like just before okay. eleven thirty eight. It actually it actually is not titled THX one one three seven. It is titled Electronic Labyrinth. Yeah, that's yep. Okay. Huh. Wait, then what's the one one three seven? That's that is that's like that's afterwards. the feature. But it but it's actually still THX one one three eight. And that was his number that was Robert Duvall's number in THX eleven thirty. I was gonna I was gonna give you a bonus point if you could name any of the people that starred in the feature film. So Robert Duvall. Hey! Hey, all right. So we're actually one of three now. I'll give you I'll give you a point for that. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, definitely. Okay. Because okay. I did not know that Robert and, and Donald Pleasance. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. And this was a student film or the feature? No, this the feature. Is a feature. The feature okay. was 1138. Yeah, which okay. I did not know. The feature's Duvall. super good. It's, it's really good. It, is it? Or is it pretty much like just the short film extended? Which no, it, it actually comes, it goes, it gets into some better themes. Huh. Um, especially about like human sexuality. Do in, any, uh, in a situation of a futuristic overlord. Huh. Do any uh, spacemen toys fly in it? They cut they glide. Tape. They glide with style. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. I just want to check. Okay. okay, so you have one point so far. So the whole, we'll see. That was we'll a see. hard one point. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure it really we had counts. To grind for that. I, you know, honestly. I was worried. I was worried like these could either be really challenging, or Timur could know all of these. I don't know. Really like, challenging. <laughs> okay, I'm hoping they get easier, but yeah. I'm not confident. Well, okay. I, Keep going. No, no, no. Okay. I don't. I'm not diminishing. It's fun. Yeah, it's it doesn't fun. matter. In World War II, the uh. Japanese actually invaded part of the United States. The subsequent death toll from the ensuing battles was actually more than that of Pearl Harbor. Can you name the geographical location of this campaign? Hatu and Kiska, the Aleutian Islands. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at him. I was history this, teacher. This is all you. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, they actually invaded Alaska for a short while. Some claim it was a diversion. Others say it was not. So it's it's a it's kind of a debated thing of history. Yeah. Like they actually set foot in the U.S. Was that meant to be like a full blown invasion? Who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. without knowing anything about this, if they're going <laughs> to invade Alaska, seems like a very. Uh, Far away, uh... Well, but actually, there's a there's a general, and I can't remember his name. You might remember. He actually said, like, if you control Alaska, you control, like, the, Paci- the Pacific. Huh. Like, it's a very... Because it, it's so close to Russia. It's it had all the polar bears. It has all the polar bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MacArthur might have said that. <sighs> or Mitchell? Okay. Something? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm already forgetting my Wikipedia reads. Yeah, all right. Uh, okay. So, yeah. You got two, hey, you got two points. Two points. Okay. All right. So, you only need four more. We'll I can't run. wait to contribute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Alexandra Dumont, uh-huh. uh, author of The Three Musketeers and The Count of Monte Cristo, had a pretty incredible father. <laughs> what made this Frenchman so special? And I will say it's not his race. Uh, Actually, no. What? Part of it is his race. Because <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, Dumas was, part, Dumas, Dumas was black, part black. Yeah. Um, something with uh, Del Monte. I would guess he was a pirate. That'd be my guess. But that's probably not right. 
I mean, it's much better than anything my brain is doing right now. <laughs> he was a spaceman. <laughs> he could follow his style. Uh-huh. Um, he was actually, uh, well, one, he, there, there's a multitude of answers in here. He was the highest ranking man of African descent ever in a European army. He's also a general in Napoleon's army. Okay. And the Austrian folk called him the Black Devil. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, he did a little pirating on the side. <laughs> I mean, Points. 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 <laughs> All right. So we're two for five? <laughs> yeah. So number six. This is a very broad question. Many presidents have had pets while in office. Can you name any of... Can you, can you name five of the last five presidents' pets? So we got to go five for five is what you're saying on this but question. <laughs> what I was going to say is I will give you... Uh-huh. I will give you points for each one that you name. Okay, Barney and socks. That was Bush and Clinton. Clinton's uh, cat was socks. Clinton had socks. Bush's yes. dog was Barney. Are you Bush Senior or Bush Junior? W. His Bush. His dog was Barney. Okay, that's two. Yeah. Can you get to five? Oh, Barack Obama had um the, <laughs> like a- <laughs> the dog named um. Come on, help me out here, man. I'm thinking. It's not there. <laughs> I don't know. Barack Obama's dog's name. <laughs> I can see it too. I never. Bo. His name was Bo. That's three. Oh, yes. You know what? I actually remember that yeah. now that you say it. Um, I never would have gotten George it. George Do- H.W. Bush had a dog, but I don't remember the name. I am saying you need to name uh, uh, a, a pet from the other presidents. So the presidents you have left are George Bush Sr. and Ronald Reagan. Reagan had a ton of animals. Yeah, I know. But I don't. Bush Sr. had two. If we guess an animal, can we get half a point? I will give you half a point for the animal that you can <laughs> well, name. Did H- they both have dogs? H.W. Bush had a dog. Reagan had a dog. They both had dogs. Yeah. That's that's four points. Okay. We're I, gonna... can, I can tell you their names, though. I okay. should remember H.W. Bush's because I was like a kid and, you know, that was the thing you talked about in kindergarten. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> what? Well, well, it's not five, but I'll give you four points for it. So uh, uh, you're up to six, so you're at a passing grade right now. Well, that's fair. Which that's is, generous. Yeah, it's a generous thing I'm going to do because I hate to see you let's, guys let's, fail. Let's make it five. Let's at least make it, you know, Okay, sporting. okay. All right. Oh, boy. So you're up to you, – you've got a, you got a full uh, three points? Yeah, full three. I mean – I would say, yeah, okay. If the question would have been, like, name one of the five last five presidents' animals, I could have, you know, done yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty easily. Okay, so R- Reagan had anything from, like, a dog to a horse. Seen, uh, In the White House! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the horse wing. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, uh, George W. Bush had... Uh, he had a couple dogs. A couple dogs, he had a cat, he had a longhorn cow? Yeah, he had a ranch. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Barack Obama had Bo, which is a Portuguese water dog, and also had Sonny, which is another Portuguese yeah. water dog. So he got Sonny later. All right. Donald Trump has no animals. He has no animals. Isn't he the first president to not have a pet? Second, I think. Well, Second. I th- I th- if does Ivanka count? Oh boy. <laughs> hey. Hey. Getting political on Scratch Track Quiz. <laughs> How many more questions are there? We have. Well, we have seven, eight, nine. So we have four more. Four more. Okay. So number seven. Which famous university, still standing to this day, predates the Aztec Empire and the human settlement of New Zealand? I'm going to say, um, you got to guess? I don't. It's got to be in Paris or Germany. Because that's where the first universities were. 
Unless it's like some Chinese university that I don't know. Some Chinese university. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my Midwestern coming right out. Some Chinese university. <laughs> um... Cambridge? No, it's it's not English. I would say Paris. Paris University? Well, University of... <laughs> but, but it's like... It, maybe even Wittenberg. You never said the Paris. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be Paris or Germany. Give me that. It is not Paris or Germany. Belgium or like Central Europe or... No. Is it China? No. It's is it Cambridge? Anything. It is Oxford. Oh, oh that's close. Oxford was Closer founded. Than... I guess all those original first universities probably aren't standing anymore. Oxford so. was sound, founded in uh, 1096. Hmm. 1096. 1096. That's crazy. That is awesome. Yeah. Pretty the Aztec Empire. Like, yeah. let that sink in. That's so insane to me. I mean, colonization in New Zealand, I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Aztec Empire, that's mind-boggling. Yeah. So, Whew. if anything, I'm just giving you fun facts yeah, to say at parties. <laughs> it's it's gonna be you, you can't just wait till it's my turn to get this. <laughs> Kyle. Um, there is the last question is for you. Oh, okay. If, when 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 we get there, I'm just all right. <laughs> okay, number eight. California got its name from a fantasy novel. Can you name that novel? My guess is Don Quixote. I not read it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I'm an ignoramus. <laughs> that's the novel? Yeah. It's by me. Don Quixote's here? Yeah, that's my guess. Uh, it is actually called The Adventures of Espelandian. Espeland- oh, boy. Okay. Cool. <laughs> In which the book described an island to the east of Asia that was populated with beautiful black Amazons who used huh. golden tools and weapons. It was named California. <laughs> so it's about the Amazons. Yep. It always comes back to the Amazons. All right. Number this nine. Number nine. This 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 was mentioned earlier. Oh, oh. Toy Story. Uh, oh, darn it! Uh! <laughs> Number nine. The Simpsons, huh. America's longest running animated show, made its debut as a short uh-huh. on what American television show? The Tracy Ullman <laughs> Show. show. It, it is indeed. Do you no. know what the short was called? Um, I I have known. I don't know. It's called Good Night. Hmm. Yeah, because it was Homer. Doing like don't let the bugs bed bugs bite. All yeah, the kids. yeah, yeah. It was amazing that you mentioned it earlier. I'm like, oh shoot! Like, <laughs> and that's when I got really worried. Like, oh, this quiz is gonna be so easy. <laughs> that's uh, funny. I actually, knew, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I would have gotten that one regardless. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> my useless knowledge. So yeah. everyone's got it. Um, okay, last question. This what one. is what is Snoop Dogg's real name? <laughs> oh wait. Oh shoot. This one's the one for me. <laughs> this is the one for you. Let me think. I gotta remember. Shoot. It's gotta be like Miles. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Oh my god. I know it. Like, I can think. Okay. I've heard it. Give me a second. Um, Let me see if I can pull it out of there. It's deep. It's a deep cut. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not... Feel like I'm not gonna be able to get there, but I know it. I've read it. It's in my brain. <laughs> what if it's the name of a college you went to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
hate I hate this because I'm so close, but I'm not <laughs> going to name another for the college I went to. <laughs> no. I know it's Calvin something. Is it? Yeah. It is Calvin something. But Coolidge. I know he's a junior. That's correct. That's all I got. Wow. See, that's even farther than I was getting, and I know it's, that I know this. I will, I will even give it to you not going against, uh, uh, or no, going against Jeopardy rules. It is Calvin Brodus Jr. Brodus. Oh, or Brodus. I do not know how to pronounce it. But I think it's Brodus. His, his middle name is Cortazar, which is awesome. Calvin Cortazar. Calvin Cortazar. Uh, Brodus Jr. His name was Snoop Lion. Oh. <laughs> Simba is his first name. <laughs> Uh, well, I, so wait, did I'm we, Kyle, I'm not entirely sure we passed let's that. Let's see, so, I, okay. I, I, I don't feel, I don't feel good enough to claim victory. <laughs> I mean, I don't. The, I the definitely one, don't. The, the ones that you got correct were, number four, you got number four about the Japanese invading Alaska. Mm-hmm. That's my wheelhouse, though. Uh-huh. Um, the Simpsons. You, you got the Simpsons one right. I will, I, I will give you the Snoop Dogg one. <laughs> Um, and we got the presidential pets. I will give you presidential pets. I a so that's like four. Yeah, I would give. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I should have known the Matthew Broderick one, but other than that, those those were hard. I mean, if the question was like, "What's a dark secret in Matthew Broderick's <laughs> past?" I would have been able to tell yeah. you that. And story. If, if the question was name two books that Alexandru Dumas wrote, I would have told you two books that I, he wrote. I I wanted to make I wanted to go beyond the obvious. <laughs> that was that was that was a good quiz. Didn't mean to rake you over the coals. No, that was, <laughs> Because here's the thing, everybody. What you know about random trivia is not an indicator of your knowledge. You know, and the other thing True. is, that is yeah. <laughs> the next time I do a quiz, it's going to be all a bunch of random stuff that I know that I know that no one else does. <laughs> I know that you know that no one else knows. <laughs> well, uh, But do you know that he knows that no one else knows? Uh, Toy Story is a dumb movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think it's a dumb movie. I think it's a good movie. I think the ending is dumb. <laughs> I hope uh, I, that won't come back to haunt you in future episodes. Oh, at it's all. already haunting me every day of my life. I think, no, I think people care less about the prestige and more about Toy Story. Yeah, and the, that's the problem, though. Is like I I love Toy Story. I don't think it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that ending. I, if if I could change it, I would. Is part of that the whole like we saw with kind of a Star Wars with you? You either must love it or you can't criticize it. You know? Yeah, like, a little bit. Yeah. I think, yeah, because I think for the most part, Toy Story is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, it is great regardless. Mm-hmm. It's just that ending just, I wish it was better. I would think it could be better. <laughs> I'll workshop it. <laughs> I'll it could be anything better. could be better. I'll, I'll, I'll rewrite it for him and, you know. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, think, I think we've been exhausted by a quiz and that come to the fun, end of this episode um, as always uh, this is we, we use this this chance to plug things and uh-huh. just get get messages out there Tamara we'll start with you if there's anything you'd like to get out there so uh, I watch a lot of Netflix and I saw Netflix is um is pro- promoing a new show called the end of the blank world and um, I just I want to plug the original comic that this show is based off which is it's T-E-O T-F-W and it's super disturbing if you like disturbing. This is like a uh, sh- like a strip, a comic strip. No, it's a it's a graphic novel. Okay, so huh. comic. I, yeah, sorry, I call. It no, comic it's okay. Graphic, it's, so it's I a graphic novel. How dare you, sir? How dare you? T e o t f w, and it's it's super disturbing. It's pure. It's it's very crudely drawn. I, I, crudely is not the right word. It's simply drawn. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really like you can read it in forty five minutes, and it'll make you just go. 
Whoa. I'm game. And Netflix made a show out of, which I don't know what to think of, but I know huh. that the graphic novel is spectacular. So, specifically, you're, ta- you're, you're plugging the graphic novel. Yep. And Not necessarily curious. the Netflix show. Okay, cool. Because I haven't seen it. But um, And I'd also plug the book, The Prestige. Because <laughs> I loved the book, and Chris, I love Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan made some interesting choices that did not agree with the book. Does, does oh, the, is the ending different? Yes, very different. So well, I like the ending in the book. I, I don't know. I'll give it to you. You can find out. Okay. But that's what I'm going to plug. I'm going to plug graphic novels and books All right. today. Good plugs. Good plugs. Kyle? Uh, Toy Story. <laughs> the concept of Toy Story. Uh, yeah. Rewrite the ending and send it to us. I should. I'm going to think because I want to change as little as possible. Still having them go up in a rocket, but still having it end good. <laughs> well, I think that they just would blow up, wouldn't they? No, no, no. I think that there's still... I don't know. Like a tragedy. I'm, I'm trying to think of a good way. Okay. Because I don't want to, like... Here's the thing. As much as I have these issues with it, and just because I feel... I don't know. I, I, I don't think that it's a badly written movie. Mm-hmm. And I think thematically the ending still works. Yeah. But... I'll think, I'll think of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my plug. <laughs> cool. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug this podcast. What? Yeah. Oh, crazy. <laughs> um, so we're on Twitter. We are on at Scratch Track Pod. Uh, that's usually our, our main way to if you want to communicate <clears throat> with us. Tell us a better uh, ending to Toy Story. Diddy. Uh, I'm never going to hear the end of this. No, you're not. Uh, uh, If if I got anything wrong in the quiz, please correct me in a civil manner. I trust your Wikipedia surfing. uh, (laughs) I made this quiz in a half hour, so if you want to criticize it, go for it. It's... I don't care. Um, and I also want to say that Scratch Track can be found on iTunes. It can be found on Stitcher. It can be found on SoundCloud. Wherever you get podcasts, typically it's there. Um, anything else from Scratch Track? Uh, email, maybe? Yeah, we have a Gmail if you want to email us <laughs> I don't know. Stuff. Do you check it? I don't check uh, it. I check it about once a month. Okay. So I want to plug the Scratch Track website. Oh. Oh, oh, oh boy. And now you're leaving. Uh, <laughs> I will say that I was I was going I have started on the, 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 the website. I have not completed it. It's just it's in the very early stages. So Good man. That's yeah, that's my I didn't turn in my homework because my dog ate it excuse. Uh-huh. Uh, the dog ate the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh dog ate the internet. That's that that's a cool short film right there. You can sell it to Netflix right now. They uh, they'll buy anything. Uh okay, so uh find us there. Uh James, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, gentlemen. It was a pleasure. Uh, thanks for taking our quiz. Uh-huh. And uh yeah, Your don't quiz. My quiz. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye.